the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to One Down, the Comedy Crossword Podcast. My name is Greg Warren, and I am joined today by my co-host and, uh, well, for one week at least, inferior crossword puzzle solver, uh, Brendan Ayer. Brendan, how's it going? Well, Greg, do you ever notice that when I introduce the crossword, I the podcast, excuse me, I don't denigrate you uh, within the first sentence. Uh, you seem, uh, it, it, the two weeks you've ever done better than me and gained the right to introduce the podcast, you seem to use that as a platform to belittle me. Um, man, I haven't noticed that, to answer your question. I haven't. Uh, and I got to tell you, uh, I appreciate you trying to throw some words like denigrate and belittle out there, to, but it still doesn't make up for the fact that uh, you didn't do as well as I did on, on the crossword this week. We're all impressed with your vocabulary, by the way. Uh, first of all, belittle is pretty basic. So the fact that you think that's a, uh, flexing my vocabulary uh, reflects poorly on you. Second of all, Greg, again, I don't do this to you. I don't you. think I, I don't. I don't think it does. And be honest, I don't. I don't ever remember belittling belittling you. I've remember babigging you probably more than belittling you. <laughs> so I, you know, <laughs> I don't do this to you. On the, you know, I say I'm joined by the great Greg Warren. I don't say I once again did all of the crosswords correctly, and Greg did three out of seven. I never say that. I never once have said that. I mean, three out of seven usually means Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and there was a long period of time when you called me Wednesday Warren. No, I lied. And said other people were calling you that. <laughs> I never called you that. I made up a story that the word on the street was you were Wednesday Warren. But I, we should say, uh, for those of you that don't know, uh, the, the uh, curriculum is that the person who did better for the week gets uh, to introduce the crossword. Greg did do better. He went clean. I congratulate him. We needed someone to go clean. We were we were both six for six. We had a shot at the double clean, and I blew which has it. never been done on this podcast. The, the double clean never been done, and I blew it. I blew it by one letter, and I apologize. I apologize to the listeners. I apologize to the country. Really, they were people were counting on us. Yeah, it's, yeah we you know I accept your apology. I don't know about the listeners. Uh, I don't speak for them. Uh, we should probably get going, though. You want to take it away from Monday? Yeah, Monday, August 31st, uh, Annie Marie Crinian. Uh, I don't believe we've worked with her before. I don't think so. And I what a what a great name, Crinian. Annie Marie Crinian. Very cool. Sounds like a, a witch or something. A uh, good witch. Uh, the like Stevie Nicks. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the, sorry. The theme was change lanes, uh, and so you, you you had three answers where uh, types of essentially uh, uh, roadways that were misspelled. Uh, so it was road shotgun. So that's R O D E instead of R O A D. 
Allie Reisman, uh, the gymnast. So that's A-L-Y instead of the typical Allie. And then Whey Powder uh, uh, with an H instead of W-A-Y. So Not I- to be confused with no Whey Powder. Uh, yeah, I, I, sometimes I'll get a smoothie and I'll, and I'll ask for whey powder and they'll put in the no whey powder and it's the rest of my day is shot. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Typically kind of, you just, uh, you ask if they have whey powder and the the short versions go whey and they say no way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I wanted to ask you about one of the theme answers. So 18 across <laughs> traveled in the front passenger seat, rode shotgun. Now yeah. that was, I think for me, the, 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 the most vital period of your life where riding shotgun is important is high school. I think, uh, what was the, what were the rulings? What were these rules specific to, uh, Kirkwood, uh, St. Louis, uh, regarding uh, calling shotgun. Was there a system? What was in play there? You know, I think the the more rudimentary system is whoever says shotgun first. Uh, But as we got older, you know, we realized that's that's just stupid. So there was a lot of rock, paper, scissors involved. Okay, because we had there was always a guy who was trying to call shotgun like when you got out of the car, shotgun way back. And it's like, no, no, it's, and so we, we had to finally go, you have to be in, you have to have stepped into the parking lot, uh, uh, on your return. And that's when it's open season on calling. But none of this, uh, I, I, I do like that you got, you guys moved to more of a, a competitive methodology. That's pretty good. Yeah, and I like where I like where you guys were at there in, in Cleveland, you Thank know, you. and uh, and whoever was pulling that back then. Uh, I hope you're not friends with that guy still. No, He's no. Shotgun on the way back. Come yeah, on, what is man. that? Come on, you know, you know how this goes. Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, I'll take a shotgun next Wednesday. No, yeah, actually, on. you're out of the friend group. Is what you'll yeah, take. You're not friends with it. Yeah, you 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 can ride front uh, seat uh, of somebody else's car. You're not going to be riding front seat with us. We I can tell you that. We had a McDonald's club. We went to. Uh, we went high school boys just. The, their reasoning is is all over the place. We uh, every Friday morning we went to McDonald's before school. Got got ourselves an egg McMuffin and a hash brown and a coffee. Uh, that we had McDonald's club. It was big, and uh, my friend Drew Dawson, great guy. Uh, he s- sneakily, uh, without us knowing, bought his girlfriend McDonald's and brought it to school and gave it to her. We put him on suspension for three weeks. <laughs> I don't know why. It seems, I don't know why. Uh, yeah, there's seems, nothing like wrong a, with like that. Nice, there's nothing at all. It's a nice thing to do for your girlfriend. <laughs> nice thing to do. But we said, hey, McDonald's Club is for McDonald's Club members. And you tried to get around that three week suspension. And he was wow, the guy that hey. drove because he had a conversion van. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, man. That's That does sound like high school <laughs> yeah, boy reasoning. Yeah. It sounds uh, stupid. Yeah. Uh, 29 down Knight's weapon, Lance. Um, and, uh, I never realized that it was Sir Lance a lot. Did that come from, because he, he was a, a guy that lanced a lot. 
Yeah, it was much. It was very similar to Sir Mix a lot. It was the same exact <laughs> yeah, naming yeah. technique. Uh, he, yeah. uh, they, 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 he is his original <laughs> name. Uh, <laughs> Red beans and mutton didn't miss her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. They said, "Man, this guy's out here every day." Yeah, yeah. So, Sir, Sir Lancelot. Lancelot. Now, now, uh, Brendan, do you know the guy that, like, Sir Lancelot was the best at jousting? He was Sir Lancelot. Yeah. Um, the guy was that was one of the worst at jousting. Um, do you know his name? No. What was his name? It's it's very similar. Sir Lanced a lot. <laughs> yeah. Guy was he had a a lot of scars. That guy, a lot of scars. Oh yeah, he was he was carved up, man. He just, just, just he kept going back out there though. Um. I uh uh I uh, twenty five down the Belgian River to the North Sea, and that's Y S E R, and do, it's really the interesting story how that river got its name. Did you know that? Have you ever heard of that? I, I don't. No, I don't. So there was an American living there, which was interesting, and mm-hmm. uh, a uh, a uh, a Belgian guy came up. You know, this was. A, Hundreds of years ago, and sure. he goes, uh, he goes, does this river have a name yet? And the American guy goes, yes, sir. Oh boy! And the, <laughs> oh. oh boy! I was, I mean, is it? Is it, it's pronounced uh, Iser, though, isn't it? I have no idea. I'm going by the spelling. Yeah. Yeah, you sure are. Um. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, what's the name? <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. That, uh, that's, uh, I don't really have anything to say about that, Brendan. Not many um, people would. 12 down appendage on a cowboy's boot. That is a spur. I always feel... Now, I did look it up, and apparently if you do it the right way, it's not painful to the horse. It's just pressure, but it's not painful. But still, the thing that would make me mad if I was a horse is like, okay, you got this thing that you want to sort of stick in me to make me go and stop and that kind of thing. Fine. But do you really have to make it ornamental? You know, like they're all shiny yeah. and they have different and then yeah. they, they spin around. And right. Like, hey, come on, guys. Do, do we really need to do that? Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy with this thing anyways, but I'll, it's a deal that we've struck together as horse and man. But you don't have to go showing off the thing that yeah. is sticking my side. Maybe a little discretion. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you know. I, yes. Yeah. Good word, Brendan. Also, I'd like to point out they're always saying what doesn't hurt horses. What did, what did they ask? What did they, yeah, you exactly. know? No, no, no. They actually, they like to be whipped on the back straight of the Kentucky yeah. Derby. They love that. <laughs> uh, also, uh, they break their legs and then you shoot them. You kill them. And it's yeah. like, uh, I'm sh- pretty certain there's a veterinarian that could just put a cast on a horse. And uh, I think that's doable in in 2020, that we don't need to shoot the horse every time its leg is broken. We need to get a veterinarian on this podcast. We said that for a long time. Long time. We need to get a a long time. That's our first get, and that's going to really blow up the numbers. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to take us to the next level. Um, let's take a look at uh, Tuesday, September 1st. First, uh, first day of September. This was a David Steinberg. Um, basically, the theme was across lines with subject and object pronouns in shaded squares. I don't know. Kind of a boring theme, I thought, but fine. You know, so they had she, her on one line, they, them, he, him. So, you know, it was fine. Fine for a Tuesday theme. I like a Tuesday theme with a little humor to it, usually. But uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah. this wasn't bad. Uh, yeah, I was aware there was a theme. So that's always a, uh, a that always goes down as a win for me. It's hard to miss when there's just a gray squares in the puzzle. Yeah. Uh, 22 across. Yeah, you're right about that. 22 across eponym of a certain tennis stadium in Queens. Brendan, that's Arthur Ashe, who, you know, one of the founding members of the Bonefish Grill Hall of Fame. However, rarely do we get Arthur's first name in a crossword puzzle. And I, I Arthur got his, his, he's got his full name in there. And I, I, I feel proud for Arthur today. Rarely, Greg. Never. This, Never. I think you're right. This, this, is, this is something else here. Man, after four decades of carrying the New York Times crossword puzzle on his back, <laughs> has finally got his first name in print. Uh, and that, we salute you, Arthur. You deserve it. You, you, you've earned it. You know you've been you've been pulling you've been pulling more than your fair share of weight for too many years, and I think you know obviously um, this is uh, the time for the U.S. Open. So it was a, a nice a nice yeah. ad. That yeah, they are playing to nobody in in Arthur Ashe Stadium. And right. I got to say, when I did live in New York City, uh, one of my favorite things to do was uh, go to the U.S. Open. It's it's a really great sporting event. Well, what was so, what's so great about going to the, uh, what I loved about going to the U.S. Open is the side courts because i would go to the u.s open too and the side courts, oh you're right man they're yeah. awesome because you're so close and like right to, there to a guy like me who just who doesn't know tennis there's really very little difference between roger federer and the 80th guy in the world you know what yeah, I mean? They're yeah, both yeah. equally impressive. And you go to these side courts and you're five feet away. You can literally see them like kind of staring back and forth at their coach. You can hear them when they get mad. It's great. It's a great experience. If you're ever in New York, not during COVID times, highly recommend going out to the, uh, I believe it's the Billie Jean King uh, tennis uh, facility of some sort is what its name's out there in 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 uh in queens and in, in right by uh, right by where the mets play and it's uh it's an easy uh subway ride on the seven um and you you will see not just the 80 you'll see top 10 players on those side courts as, sure. as well sure yeah yeah it's great now 20 across greg prussia's blank von bismarck this was otto Mm -hmm. And I don't know a ton about the history of Prussia, but I feel like it feels like they went to a conference without having their co country name ready. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Where they're, they're, guys are just like, hello, we are Russia. Who are you? Uh, 
Oh man! Uh, oh, we're, <laughs> we're 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 pr- Prussia. We're Prussia. <laughs> you just say a name that rhymes with our name. <laughs> we can do whatever we want. Yeah. We, it's our country. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, no, we've always been Prussia. Don't. It's not. It's not because you said Russia. <laughs> now, historically, that may be a, a, a inaccurate joke because I do think uh, Prussia may predate Russia, but I'm not. Positive on that uh, works. We've way. never been sticklers for uh, that kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. those kind of facts on and, this podcast. And hey, just swap the joke, swap Russia for Prussia, sure. and you got the same yeah. joke. So no problem. Yeah, yeah. Um, interestingly enough, so Otto von Bismarck, uh, you know, he was the real politic, and he was a, ruled with an iron hand, and he sort of unified Germany or whatever. But um, uh, there was a guy back then. Um, who wrote the first version of you say she she's just a friend you know that song you yeah. you got what i need <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, yeah yeah that, uh, that was a remake do you know who that was who that was uh otto von bismarcky and uh he was uh <laughs> guys guy was really talented and never gets credit for uh the first version of that song <laughs> You got what I need. <laughs> you but, say. Yeah. Well, I'm I need to, to learn to sing whole, that uh, I'm song. I'm trying to remember that whole song. Did you, oh, baby. You. Yeah. You got what I need. Yeah. Let's take over France. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so uh, one down hit too close to home for me. Way too close to home. This is tattoo subject who might disapprove of tattoos. Uh, that is mom. I have a mom tattoo. You Ma- do? Oh yeah, I have a mom tattoo. Uh, I have a mom. I'm sure. Well, we're not recording, so I won't show it. But it says "mom" in flowers. It's nice. And uh, my mom hates tattoos, and so it yeah. really is like it's like what it is. It's clearly for me. So it's like it's it's how a. It's how like an eight-year-old gives Christmas presents. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, all right, here you go, Dad. Here's a super soaker. Oh, yeah. you're not you're not gonna use it. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like I clearly did that for me, knowing my mom wouldn't like it. But I do. I. It's because my mom's so important to me, and it, it's. Uh, I want people to know that, but I, I also know it's her favorite of my tattoos. But that's not saying a lot because she hates all of them. Sure. Yeah, doesn't care for him. No. Marked up your skin. Yeah. 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 Let's move to Wednesday, man. All right, let's check out uh, Wednesday, September 7th. This was a a, a Margaret Cycle. Um, The theme, Greg, was the opposite of catchphrase. So basically phrases uh, including some form of throw. So you yeah. had uh, Summer Fling, Elevator Pitch, Ground Chuck, and uh, Brenner Pass. So n- nice little Wednesday theme. Not bad. Yeah, this one almost got me. I can't, I can't remember. Like, I filled the whole thing out, and I just w- wasn't, didn't know where I was wrong. And I think I finally, it was around uh, 35 down, I think, is, I, uh, um, which was a good clue. It was action figure, figure. And it was doer. Doer, yeah. And I and um and and I got caught up there and I, I came back. Like I think I finished it on Thursday or Friday. But um the thing that got me was uh, fifty across kitchen gadget for making mashed potatoes. 
That's a ricer. Uh, uh, Brendan, you know what a kitchen gadget for making rice is? Uh, what? A potatoer, actually. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I actually, I had some problems. I, I did not like that answer because I don't, I, we always use like a ma- like a masher. I know what a ricer yeah. is, but we did, we had just like a masher thing that was much bigger than a ricer. Yeah, I don't even know what a ricer is. Uh, it, it it makes things about rice shaped. Uh, okay. I, I mean, think. I know what a. Uh, I'm looking for a picture right now. Okay, I kind of see it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can um, clearly make mashed potatoes with it. I just don't think it's the accepted way of of mashing your potatoes. Yeah, I agree with you, man. Um, yeah. Now, Greg, forty six down. Start of four U.S. state names. The answer is new. Trivia time. What are the states? Come on, man. All right. Don't buy time. What are they? (sighs) New York, New Jersey, New Hampshire, and New Mexico. Nailed it. Nailed it. I knew he would. I knew he would. Nice work. Come on, man. This is is not, again, you ask me these questions. This is not the, uh, the Highlights Magazine crossword podcast. This is the New York Times, okay? All right, I we're just, in the big leagues here. Okay, don't okay. ask dumb questions. Guy man. goes clean one week, and this is what he this is. I believe it's two weeks. Two now, weeks Brendan. now. It is two weeks. Three actually. I did do one uh, pre-podcast. So allegedly, allegedly. Uh, you calling me a liar? I'm saying if it's on not here? on the record, it's not on the record. Uh huh. Forty-two across many wedding guests. That's uh, kin, mm-hmm. and I, you know, not a bad clue, but I think. Actually, I don't like the clue. It should say "mini hillbilly wedding guests," uh, and you know, I. Well, that would be. I, I think what you're implying, many. Yeah, well, yeah, because then they're kin of both the bride and groom, is what you're implying. What? What? You live in suburban Cleveland. Who calls them kin? Yeah, right. Nobody. Nobody. Um, yeah. Hillbillies. Right, hillbillies. Well, in the African-American community, you, you do hear kinfolk or kin. Uh, I guess you do, but that's kinfolk usually. Yeah, yeah. Not kin. Yeah, yeah you're right, man. I, yeah. Um, but now it's going to be a bigger clue. Sure. Yeah, add that to it. it, it wedding, many wedding guests in the uh, hillbilly community or African-American community if you add folk. Yes, that's, that's a better clue. A better clue. Much Doesn't better roll clue. off the yeah. tongue, but more accurate. No, it's clear, though. It's clear. 25 across, middle distance golf club. It's a five iron. I, Greg, I've been back playing golf. I hear. I heard that. Man. I'm that's, so uh... bad, man. Like, so bad. Just almost every other shot on the ground. And I love it. And I don't, under- yeah. I don't understand golf. Because there's not that's there's nothing else like that. Like you never hear a guy like, "Hey man, I love books." Hey, what's your favorite? Oh, I can't read. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like there's no. What else is there that people love when they're just horrible at it? I think I just like driving around in a cart. You know, outside. Yeah, I think that's it. Because I am terrible. I am just. Why? Well, awesome. I, 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 I'm sure you're better than I am. And, I don't uh, know, man. I used to be decent, and I, I've lost it, man. I've you'll lost get it, it back. Yeah, you'll get I it back. So. I have confidence in you. Yeah. yeah, you usually stick with things, except for this week's Sunday puzzle. That's, um, not, that's not true. It is, man. You, you, 
you're so arrogant because you're actually really good at these things that you go through it once, and if you don't get it, you're like, well, I just don't get it. Well, you know? I know if I know it. You got to come not. back to it. You got to come back to it every now. No, nah, I'm not. This I'm not playing these amateur hour style. Okay, <laughs> I <laughs> I do them, and if I don't get them, I don't get them. All right, fine. Yeah, well, this week tortoise beat the hare. <laughs> um. 51 across chamomile tea and yogurt for sunburn. Those are remedies, Brendan. And I got to take exception with this clue. I had some sunburn a few weeks ago. I drank a gallon of chamomile tea and ate a ton of yogurt, and it didn't help at all. That is, you know, it's this kind of misinformation. It's, you know, it's, 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 it's hydrochloroxine all over again. You know, they're, yeah, tell, they're yeah. telling people... This kind of dangerous information, and you know, you over you overate yogurt. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just kept eating frozen yogurt, and uh, it didn't it didn't help, man. Could be that they meant rub it on your skin, but uh, I rub I rubbed some of the frozen yogurt on my skin, and then ate it, and it still didn't <laughs> help. <laughs> well, that's gross, and also I don't think they meant frozen yogurt. Well, they should have specified. Uh, Thirty-two across Egyptian sun god. That's uh, Amin Ra. Now, uh, one of my favorite books is uh, uh, American Gods by Neil Gaiman. And it's a wonderful book. And it's basically the concept of the book. It's all these gods that have, uh, that, that have been uh, worshipped by the people that have come to America over the years. You know, all the immigrants over, over the uh, thousands of years. Um, all these different gods exist in America, but they only exist based on the level that people believe in them. In, uh, in other words, they can, they can kind of disappear or lose their powers. And when it comes to the Egyptian gods, they are getting uh, fully powered up by the New York Times crossword puzzle. Yeah, they are, man. Because yeah. you get an Egyptian god three times a week. And these guys, if we're going by Neil Gaiman's theory, these guys are at the height of their powers uh, only because of that. Because no one, I don't think there's many out there worshiping Amun-Ra. What about uh, Koresh? Uh, does he still have a lot of uh, supporters? Um, I mean, I stick up for him when I can. But you were one of those. Yeah, I, I say that guy got a raw deal. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, but for the most part, uh, he uh, he turned out to be a flop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he did believe he was God, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had another note that I wanted to make here. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, uh, 14 down, sales spiel in 60 seconds or less. That's an elevator pitch. That's uh, Now, Brendan, uh, what is a sales spiel in 60 seconds or less uh, in a mall? I don't know. That's an escalator pitch. Um, now... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's fairly no. Weak. Go on, uh, go on. I'm no. I'm sold. Go on. No, I I don't think I had a whole lot else. Well, although what do they call? What if you're a guy that sells elevators? What do they call that? What? Yeah, that's rough. The elevator pitch on the elevator. The elevator elevator pitch. 
That's tough. Uh, yeah. Uh, man. Because, I mean, you're probably not selling it in an elevator because, you know, they don't have one yet. Right. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's the stair pitch. And you go, and you go, are you tired? This ti- sucks, doesn't it? Are you tired right now? <laughs> this is horrible. Can you imagine moving a couch up here? You're an idiot. <laughs> Not for the escalator pitch. What I do when I do my escalator pitch, I just walk up. I get a guy to walk up the down elevator with me. That way I got all day. I got all day to go. And he doesn't realize it. He thinks we're on the escalator. We're really just walking in place. That means you're not a very effective salesman. You You know how good I am? How good? With an escalator pitch. I'm going up, somebody's going down, we pass, and I pitch the idea, wow, and it's that's that huge. good. That doesn't yeah. surprise me. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. as you know, I was uh, brief, I, for one year, I was a blank white label salesman, and I sold zero labels. <laughs> uh, so I didn't have an elevator pitch. I didn't have a, I didn't have a drive cross country pitch. I didn't, have, I didn't have any type of, I didn't have a, a flight to Thailand pitch, nothing. I couldn't sell a You were in kind label. of a dark spot during that period. Yeah, yeah though, well, mostly you? the calls would go, uh, hey, are, are you happy with your barcode labels? And the guy would go, yeah. And I go, all right, that sounds pretty good. <laughs> I was not good at uh, bringing up objections. They would teach you these things, and I, I would just say, I don't know, seems like you got a good setup over there, man. Uh, well, I, I, you know, I was in sales for 10 years. There's a process we called, uh, we had called uh, uh, Dove H. It was a three-step process. You determine the objection, you verify the objection, and then you handle the objection. Um so I was pretty good at the first two, you know. Right. D- determined. So, Bob, let me ask you: wh- What is your main problem with my idea? Okay. Yeah. Verify. Okay. So, if I understand you correctly, you're saying you don't think that my new flavor of Pringles will appeal to your consumer base. Right. Okay. Handle. <sighs> <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Just get some Pringles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, that was the definitely the weakest link of the three. The, yeah, I always they always they always had like we had a five step selling uh, format, and it was like you'd go through the five steps, and then you'd get to the close part. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the hardest. That's the thing. Right. We didn't need the like. It'd be like, hey, here's thirty nine steps to building a rocket ship, and yeah. step thirty nine is. Build a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, <you know? laughs> yeah. We, we, I, so I, I convinced myself, you know, and at the time, like you said, I was not in a great place. I was still drinking. I wasn't the best employee. And I, I'm sure the statute of limitations on whatever this is, 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 has run out. So I convinced myself, I go, these things are impossible to sell. I go, people, these other guys, they must be, they must be pulling some stuff. I know what I'll do. So I looked up a Walmart distribution center, right? And I sent them a $7,000 pallet of white labels and uh, invoiced them. And uh, thinking, oh, that's, uh... I go, I'm thinking, hey, they're Walmart. They're really big. They, they just think some other guy ordered it. You know, that, this would be great. And uh, yeah, that's, uh... turns out what happens when you uh, 
send Walmart $7,000 worth of stuff they didn't order. Uh, A, they don't pay for it. And B, they keep it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fraud. And you, you should have been fired. And uh, Well, the craziest again, part was no one noticed. The whole wow. event was just un, unnoticed by anyone. <laughs> uh, yeah. Again, uh, Brennan went through a little bit of a dark period, and he's on the other end of that and a very productive and decent human being for the listeners. I am. And, uh, you a know, a good friend and uh, yeah. just a good guy all the way around. Yeah. But uh, we all have the, uh, the right to grow up. Let's go to Thursday. And man, was I impressed with this puzzle. Well, let me, you're going to be, you're going to, this could be controversial. This could be uh, brain bending. But okay. I'm going to try it out now. Anyway, Thursday, September 33rd, or September 3rd, this was a Sid Sivakumar, uh, who uh, we worked with before, friend of the yeah, podcast. Yeah, very, very uh, uh, outstanding uh, 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 cruciverbalist. Yeah. And, um, and I think may have m- made the puzzle of the year. And I've, I tweeted this, but I'll say it for those of you that don't follow us on Twitter at One Down Podcast. Uh, if you're going to tag Sid Sivakumar on Instagram, don't just pick the Sid Sivakumar with the most amount of followers because it's a different guy and he gets very angry. Yeah, uh, he, he, he was a little mad at you, right? Yeah, furious, uh, I, which I don't know why. It wasn't a big deal, but uh, so don't do that. Now, the theme was, uh, 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 was, ba- was based on an answer that was bounce back. Um, so for uh, three answers, uh, three or four answers, uh, let me check my, my uh, app. I believe it was three answers. Um, the real answer started at a circled letter somewhere within the answer, uh, right. continued to the end, then turned around and read correctly backwards. Now, I'll do a brief explanation of that. 17 across, fried Hanukkah treat. The actual answer in the puzzle was Ekaknapoda. I've had them at several holiday gatherings. I love Ekaknapodas. Ekaknapoda. But... P was circled, so if you started from P, went to the end, then turned around, it spelled potato pancake. Now, Greg, I have never done this before, uh, and stop me if it's illegal. I don't know. This is uncharted territory, but uh, I'm saying this entire theme is... The clue of the week. Um, I'll tell you what, man. I yeah, this is going to be a showdown here. Um, okay. Because this guy, not only was this theme genius, okay, I felt that there was six or seven clues here that were uh, uh, candidates for clue of the week. Okay, but on Sunday there was a clue that I thought was the best of the week. Okay, okay. Um, so we'll so hold let me off. just. We'll hold off, but will you? Yeah, but will you confirm? I, I, sorry, man. Go ahead. Will you confirm it is legal to make a theme the clue of the week? Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. I mean, I you know, I I mean, it's um, it's not very linear, but yeah, I, I think it's fine. Yeah. 
it's I un- support you, man. It's unorthodox. It's not going to happen a lot, but I felt like this needed. This was next level. Uh, yes. Creation. Uh, let me. Can I? Can I read some of these clues that I thought all could be clues of the week? Yeah. Were it not for a, a really good one on Sunday, uh, fifty six across Sopranos co star Alto. Yes. Uh, Fifty nine across bank security option Levy. That was my uh, initial candidate for uh, clue of the week. Sixty three across got even with tied. That one I d- disagree with slightly. I feel like that's not. As much of a misdirect, I think that okay. I, I, minor misdirect. But. It's a strong one, though. Yeah, it's a strong. ten down, made like a shark, shot pool. Great, another great clue. Twelve down, unfinished story, attic. Very good. Forty-two across, get unionized, wed. Again, very good. Fifty-four down, not quite right, acute. That was great. That I think if out of all of those, I think that is what I would now I'm interested to see what you say for Sunday, but I think I would give that one the clue of the week. This this right now I'm I'm declaring this the puzzle of the year. Easily. I mean this guy Easily. had an amazing theme and he had a ton of really, really strong clues. I I, I loved it all the way around. And I just uh and an outstanding job by Sid. And uh I can't say enough. We never really have had that volume of clues. Where we say, hey, that could be the clue of the week. That could be the clue of the week. Sure, we disagreed on a couple, but they're all in the same puzzle. Yeah. And on top of it, he's got this amazing theme. Yeah. Sid nailed it, man. He, he's he, It's puzzle of the year right now. Not um, only that, he is one to watch, man, because this guy is up and coming. He is on Agard's heels. This guy... He's killing it every time this out. This is the thing that I don't like what you do. You pit these guys against each no, other. No, 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 it's no. Not, it's not, you know, come on, man. No, I don't want them competing with each other. I'm saying Agard is considered the star of the crossword puzzle world, and I think Sid is- By a, you. By you. By many, by everyone. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Ross Trudeau guy. Well, as am I. I'm a, I love all these guys because they're every single one is doing something I, I mean, can't and then, do. And then, and, 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 I mean, when you, when you start doing this, what about Olivia Mitra Frankie? She's great too. Stop this! I'm just saying, Sid is a rising star in the community. Yeah, he man. is, man. He's, yeah, yeah. He's I, 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 he's got puzzle of the year. Um, Thirty-eight across, home of Whitman College. That's Walla Walla, Washington, Brendan. Now, do you know what that town was called before it was Walla Walla, Washington? No, Greg. What was it called? That was Fence of Fence of Washington. Uh, <laughs> But but uh, the dog kept getting loose, so they said, "Hey, this you know we got to step it up a little bit here." Does anyone have any uh, cinder blocks? We need about uh, forty eight thousand cinder blocks. Uh, Fifteen across conference group. This was panel. Um, now uh, I used to do the um, occasionally I would do the. Strange, strange show called Red Eye on on Fox oh, I did News. That once. Yeah, yeah, and you did that, and it's a panel show. And I've have brought up, unfortunately, brought up on this podcast. Yeah, before. let's not get into what you I'm said. Not, yeah, a, a, a crude joke I made that made Meghan McCain hate me, rightfully so. Rightfully uh, so. But what's yeah. interesting about the thing is, I just want to bring it up again. Brennan's a really decent guy. I mean, yeah. with the white label incident and the uh, Red Eye thing. 
one would think he's not, but he's a really good guy, a good friend, uh, and, and and he's he's likable, and he's he's a a man of principle, integrity. Sure, uh, he he's a little bit of a quitter when it comes to the Sunday. Stop! Puzzle, but, what are you uh, doing, Greg? I don't do this to you. I don't do this to you now. Uh, one time, so that's a panel show. Me and Greg have both been on the panel. What's interesting about that place is uh, it is not. Uh, at least the level where they shoot red eye, it is not as nice behind the th- scenes as you think. No. As you th- would think, Fox. The uh, green room was garbage. Yeah, man. the whole thing. There's just like chairs piled up in the hallways and stuff. You yeah. think you're at like, uh, you think you're at like public broadcasting, and it's Fox News. But I know it's yeah. We're gonna shoot this uh, this national TV show. Uh, in a VFW hall in the middle of New York City. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's very strange. And uh, But uh, I was sitting in the makeup chair one time when I was doing it. And we should know, Red Eye is an interesting show because it was the one show on Fox News that is A, comedic, and B, not necessarily conservative. They often had many liberal comedians. Oh, yeah, it. they they just wanted to be funny. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, I think the hosts were extremely conservative, but... Yeah. Um, uh, they they put on they, they you know to their credit the host they put on any comic. Uh, you know? But uh, I I was getting my makeup done prior to the show, and uh, just charging around the corner like a bull comes Lou Dobbs, uh, you know Lou Dobbs the sure. commentator, and uh, he goes. Uh, I guess he doesn't have his own personalized makeup person because Lou, yeah. Lou Dobbs comes charging around the corner and goes, out of the chair, Junior. I got a burst <laughs> blood vessel in my head. <laughs> so I immediately, halfway through makeup, have to jump up while they fix Lou Dobbs' blood vessel in his forehead. <laughs> out of the chair, Junior. <laughs> Uh, that's great, man. That that's funny. great. Uh, where do we want to go? Uh, 21 down, do or die time. That's D-Day. And, Brendan, I think we may have discussed this on this podcast, but that is a uh, that's a term that gets used a little too frequently. You know? <laughs> a little too loosey-goosey <laughs> and, and with it's, D-Day. It's disres- yeah. A little disrespectful. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we, uh, we've... We gotta get these Girl Scouts out, Girl Scout cookies out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, by because uh, uh, the, the orders are due on Wednesday. It's D Day. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! You mean that day where you know thousands of people gave their lives yeah. and were slaughtered? Yeah. 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 yeah are you guys uh, just blindly getting off a a, a a transport boat into a hail of machine gun <laughs> fire in order to take a beach at Normandy? No, you just... <laughs> It's just when the cookies need to be delivered. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize. Uh, that's fine. Uh, at my at, when I at my D Day, there were guys uh, that literally had flamethrowers. But I can see how yours is pressured too. Um, another thing I found, and and uh, another little and look, we already said this is puzzle of the year, so we're not. You know, these yeah. are just slight nitpicks. Uh, Thirty-one across, one doing menial work. And the answer was peon. Yeah. I found that a little insulting. Just like, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I just worked third shift 
uh, on the, at the GM assembly line for 40 years so my children could have a better life, but I guess I am a peon. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I guess there is sort of a, a little bit of a negative. Uh, a lot, I think. Connotation a of that word. But it, effectively, you are. They're just talking about an organizational chart. It's a harsh term for the lowest member of an organizational chart. I agree, and I think it's too harsh, is what I'm saying. I think. Uh, well, you, what I'm saying is don't take it out on Sid. I'm not. Okay? It's, I'm it's, not a fa- no. it's, a, it's a good. You're trying to take away the puzzle of the year from him, or at I, least. You, you know, just did the D Day thing. What? <laughs> I didn't say. I said that's a good clue. I'm just saying. You, you know that in, in some cases it gets used improperly. That uh, we did the same exact thing. No, we didn't. You took it out on Sid. Yeah. Thirty down mineralogical eponym. That's Moe's M O H S. Uh, do you know who Moe's was? Uh, Moses Malone, the mailman. No. Oh, that's no, Carl not, Malone. That's Carl Malone. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Moe's M-O-H-S, he's a surgeon. He's a, a renowned surgeon who sort of figured out a, a process to uh, uh, to handle skin cancer. You just keep re- removing layers of the skin, uh, and then you get down to the finally a, 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 a layer of skin that's not uh, infected with cancer, and I'm using uh, terms poorly. But, um, yeah, Moe's... Um, now, the problem they had was, like... Uh, like like Moe's would be you know he's working hard on cancer but sometimes he you know he take a break have lunch eat a pizza leave half the pizza some guy would come back and uh, and start to eat the pizza and one of the other guys would be like hey that's that's Moses and then the guy would be like oh I get it you're one of those wackos that sees Moses in a pizza <laughs> like people see Jesus in ice cream and he's like no 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 it's it's Moses <laughs> and I. I don't know. I, I don't think I've done this many stupid jokes in one podcast. Well, uh, I liked it. First of all, I liked it. But I will say, someone go back through the archives and note the amount of times Greg has got mad at me for the length of my setup. Uh, <laughs> and then let's <laughs> what that setup was. Well, it was what was it about seven seconds? <laughs> Yeah, that was a 14-minute setup uh, for a mo. And nobody sees they see Jesus in the pizza. Nobody sees Moses in the pizza. That's a- well. That was the thing. I, if you did, if you listened, I kind of you know loosely tied them together. Yeah. I made it work logically. It, yeah, you know? no, it, it did work logically, and I liked the joke. I got no problem with it. I'm just saying there <laughs> seems to be a double standard at play. We do have to get to Friday, but real quick, 33 across. One adorns the Statue of Liberty. That is poem. Now, do you know what the poem is? Um, does it have anything to do with a man in Nantucket? No, it does not. <laughs> and it, but it did shock me. Um, the poem uh, is actually, and I looked it up, and it's down, it's on kind of like this cool carved scroll at the bottom, and it says, "Here I sit." Brokenhearted, no, came, no, came to no, poop, no, no, but only no, 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 farted. No, 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 it does <laughs> yes, not say that. Yes, it does. There might have. I said that there, on the statue been, of there Lily. There may have been some, some graffiti on uh, <laughs> no, no, the no, symbol no, of that, freedom in our, our our country, but that's not what that poem. No, says. that's what they and thought. I, this I, I interrupted in, you because I didn't want you to finish that stupid uh, sophomore well, I didn't juvenile, use the but S you had word. to do it. I changed it, but uh, uh, I'm telling you, that is what that is what they put there. They said this is not. 
encapsulates not, America. If there's young people out there that have never been to the Statue of Liberty, that's not at all what it says. Uh, Brendan's a liar uh, and uh, immature. <laughs> Let's go to Friday. Friday, September 4th, Brian Thomas, classic, themeless. Uh, now, one thing that I thought was kind of cool 14 across, and this is weird how brains work this way. Nobel, Nobel Prize winner whose name should ring a bell. And they wanted his full name. And it's, I of course, no Pavlov. I know ring a bell is going to mean Pavlov. <laughs> treat! I want a treat! <laughs> uh, I don't know what happened there. That was weird. Anyway, did I, did I, but. Black out for a second, Greg? What no, no, man. I don't oh, know what okay. you're talking about. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, so that's, of course, uh, Pavlov. <laughs> so that's, of course, Pavlov. Jesus, this is weird. I keep seeing drawing a blank. Uh, no, but you know what's funny about Pavlov is I don't think I've ever heard his first name, Greg, and I knew it was Ivan. There's no other choice. For some yeah, reason, this yeah. is one of those names where you're like, it's not going to be Phil Pavlov. You know no, what I mean? No, it's not Marty. It's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not Marty. <laughs> it only could be Ivan Pavlov. Uh, so was, I, I, yeah. I, I, I like when stuff like that happens where you, you realize you knew something without ever even having learned it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 33 down in a mean way. On average, I think that's a uh, solid candidate for a clue of the week. I, again, I've got one on Sunday that beats it, but that's uh, that's that's right up there. Fantastic clue. I love that clue. I really like that clue. Um, 13 down, one of about 500 million needed to fill an Olympic swimming pool. And that, that that's the answer is teaspoon. Yeah. Uh, and I, I would say to that guy hey man i i don't think you're doing that right yeah i don't mean to tell you how to fill your pool yeah i don't look i i'm not telling you how to do your job i just think we could be here all day uh yeah the other thing is man if you're carrying teaspoons you're probably doing it for some water source that's not right next to the pool so my guess it's going to be about 700 million cuz you're going to spill uh oh, yeah. a, a little bit of a couple of drops out of each teaspoon I would think. I mean I spill teaspoons from one counter turning around to my stove. So Oh yeah. I yeah. mean this guy this poor guy is is just uh all all over the place. Again, maybe that's I mean it's not my business to tell him how to fill his pool. No, that's true. You know, you don't tell a man how to fill his pool, but I'm just saying <laughs> if you have any if you have any questions, Brendan and I could give you some some different options. That's a classic old saw. You don't tell a man how to fill his pool. You don't. You don't do that, man. Yeah. You don't tell a man how to fill his pool. Old saw was a, a an answer. That's why I used it. That's why I used yeah, yeah. it. A little yeah, tie in, baby. Smart man. This guy's good. This guy's real good. Except for on Sundays. Uh, um, except for one, two Sundays. Uh, that's it. Mm. Maybe a few more. Yeah. Uh, 26 down, going away in a romp. I got it, but I don't understand what it means. Uh, it's not a great, um, not, it's not great phrasing. Uh, so have you ever heard the phrase like, they won that one going away? 
and they oh. they won that one in a romp. Oh, that's great! Yeah, you know, yeah, but yeah. it's not exactly like I don't know that they're. So, Quite so it's synonymous with yeah, 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 yeah. So it's basically say, beating like, someone badly. Yeah. So, like this this week in the crossword puzzles, I beat Brendan going away. Uh yeah. Or I could say, hey, Greg, go away. Forty four down. Counts counterpart. That's Earl. Boy, that took me a while to get, man. I, that uh, that was a tricky one. Well, I kept I, trying to put something like Dame in there or something. Yeah, man. no, I knew it right away because I knew, of course, you have Count Dracula, but I have always known about Earl Dracula. Do you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. didn't know Earl, man. Yeah, what, he's what not, is he famous for? Well, he's not, is he a vampire? Well, he's not so much scary as he is weird. You know, like he, he goes <laughs> around, he goes, I want to suck your thumb. And uh, ah, Earl, yeah. come on, and people man. just go, just Earl, Earl, just knock Earl, it off, Earl. Jeez, you know, at just, least, you, 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 at you, least you, Dracula had some dignity, you know? Yeah, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. at least the count yeah, is doing blood. Everybody's, everybody's just weirded out by you, yeah, Earl. Earl get out, you're not invited to the party, Earl. Come on, <laughs> I just want to suck your thumb, please. <laughs> Seriously, not for that long. <laughs> Uh, let's go to Saturday, man. All right, yeah, we gotta we gotta get moving because uh, certainly there's a number of things you'll want to rub in my face on Sunday, uh, Saturday, September fifth. No, 5th. no, uh, it's just not how I. That's not how I am. This was a classic Saturday themeless. John Guzetta. Uh, I love the Goose. Uh, the guy comes through with some great puzzles. Um, uh, I love the Goose. I thought this was a good puzzle. I finished this fast for a Saturday, man. I felt pretty good. And that that's what bummed me about out about not getting the Sunday because this was one of my fastest set. Uh, 19 minutes on a Saturday. Holy smokes. Yeah. Took took me an hour, 21 minutes, and 59 seconds to get this one. Yeah, I, so, I, so I was going into Sunday just overconfident. Uh, but... Uh, you know, it, again, like you said, the 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 tortoise beat the hare. Yeah, uh, you know, I don't like to talk about it, but um, that's strange. <laughs> Eighteen across, stopping point, dime. That's a candidate for clue of the week. Again, I think we got a better one on Sunday, but that's a that's a good clue, I believe. Let me ask you this about that clue. Now, obviously, that means yeah. stop on a dime. But yeah. what is your, if you're walking down the street, what is your stopping price? Like for me, it's a dime. I'll pick up a dime. I'll walk right past the nickel. What's your price? Uh, no, I'll stop for a penny, but more for uh, superstition than for uh, uh, financial gain. Okay. So a lot of times I'll stop, stop on the penny and, uh, you know, make a wish of sorts, uh, think of somebody of sorts and then uh, throw it back. Just throw it back on the street. I think you're supposed to throw yeah. it into a fountain or something. You just throw it into the street? I throw it back. That's littering, I think. No, it's not. It's legal tender. It's, it's, so you're, you can, you're under you the impression that you're allowed to litter money. Yeah, you can litter money. Oh, this is news to me. I'm gonna, I just got a new hobby. Throw, throwing change? Yeah. Not just change. All my money. I'm just going to go around littering and say, you can't write me a ticket. That was $600. <laughs> Man, I, if you're throwing around $600, you could at least buy lunch every now and then on the road. 
don't bring that up because I've tried and you take it as an insult. So don't bring it up. Don't, you know what? Don't bring it up. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. All right, fine. Uh, 49 across option for expressing grievances. That's an open letter. I rarely like an open letter, Greg, because I find that they're usually a letter to someone. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like <laughs> it's always like an open letter to the little league coaches of America. And it's like, just call your dad, man. Yeah, just, this yeah. is about your dad. Uh, <laughs> not an open letter guy. Yeah, Write a closed yeah. letter. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Yeah, that's um, yeah, I agree with you there. Yeah. I agree with you, and and I, and, and I, I often do. Uh, Nineteen across, outburst of complete exhaustion. I can't go on. This always uh, reminds me of uh, one of my best friends, a guy named Mark Gross. Who I don't think you've met, but I've told you about Mark. Sure. Yeah, sort of was a mentor to me, a great stand-up comic, and has been a writer. Uh, a television writer, a uh, big time television writer for several years, but uh, Gross um, kind of showed me the way. And one of, Gross had a lot of pet peeves about comedians, and one of one of his was when a comedian is on stage telling a joke that he's told uh, thousands of times before, and just starts to crack himself up so much <laughs> that he uh, he has to take a break. Yeah. He says that he holds up one finger to the audience, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he just starts laughing and bending over. Oh, uh, hold, hold on. <laughs> so so some guy was doing that <laughs> one time on stage, and that was his, the audience liked it. And the, it was his his little trick. And gross gross grabs and goes, Warren, Warren, look, look, he can't go on. <laughs> He, he can't go on, Warren. Let, he, he, he can't go on. He, 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 he uh, has heard this joke 50 million times, but it is, it is cracking him up so much that he, he can't go on, Warren. He, he can't go on. <laughs> the other, and I want to, as long as we're on Mark Gross, I'm going to do another clue. 23 downs, some slapstick props, banana peels. Um, you know, now Gross was telling me one time, they were helping their buddy move this big burly guy uh and uh they they were like uh they were like eating a banana or something they him and this other guy were taking a break and gross has a banana peel and he goes hey look let's uh throw the banana on the step uh like the cartoons you know <laughs> yeah you know it'll be it'll be like cartoons or yeah, whatever yeah. well the big burly guy comes down <laughs> the steps and and apparently cartoons are somewhat <laughs> factually based because the guy hits the banana peel, slips, the TV goes flying down the stairs and shatters. And Gross told me that's like 30 years ago. And they've never admitted to that guy uh, that they put the banana peel You can't. There. No, you can't. How could you admit it? You got to live with that secret. <laughs> That's so funny. You never, it never imagined that working in real life. That's so funny. Uh, that's great. Uh, all right, let's get into Sunday. Where, where Greg? Yeah, uh, Sunday. How'd you do on this puzzle, man? I, I missed it by one letter. I'll tell you exactly what happened, uh, and I'm, I'm proud of you for getting it. One of us had to get it. So, uh, congratulations on going clean. This was a, a, a David uh, Kwong. 
Uh, uh, have we worked with David before? I don't know. You know, I gotta, I gotta still. I have, I don't have that multiple monitor system going yet, so I can have this spreadsheet that Rod makes for us. But uh, this was right. a Sunday, September six. Um, did not love the theme. I got it. Uh, I, 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 it was fine. It was uh, the t- title of the puzzle was "Could You Repeat That Number." And there were four clues that left. I didn't get it. There were four clues that left off the word double. So um, I'll give you an example. 99 across was tree alternative. Uh, You wouldn't have got it right unless you knew uh, the mean double tree alternative. And the answer was intercontinental. And so where I was sure I was wrong, Greg, I was positive I was wrong was 77 across play combo of old. So that's double play combo of old. Now I didn't know any of the baseball players in that in that answer. Oh, that's, but it's a, like a fate. Like people that don't know baseball know Tinker to ever ever's the chance. I've missed this on a puzzle before because I always I thought I, I thought it was Tinker's to ever's to chance. But um, it is. This is one it of those is. things. Like it's Tinker's to ever's to chance. That is what it is. Well, but not on this puzzle. Yeah, yeah, it is. No, it didn't. Tinker to Evers to Chance. Is that right? I mean, oh, I'm yeah, the one who Tinker. The yeah, you're right. Tinker to Evers to Chance. So I didn't know any of those guys. So I was positive I was wrong somewhere in there because I thought everything else was exactly right. I couldn't. And I also was confused um, by 77 down, you to Eves, which is so you in French. I always thought that was vous. Uh, so I, I didn't know that was Twa. I thought it was Twa. I had Twa in. I thought Vu is also you, but yeah, it's a, yeah. So I had Twa in, but I was convinced I was wrong somewhere there because this is what happened. you know that famous song Voule Twa. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is what happened. Um, Sixteen down, she gained fame from her leading role in Fame. Uh, that's Irene Cara, C A R A. I thought when I did my initial run through, I thought I remembered the name Irene Lara with an L, right? And so what that made the across, if you have an L in there, it made the across work because it made 42 across logical start question mark. It made that E-L-O. In other words, L-O. That's how logical starts. And they pull stuff like that. So I was convinced that was correct. So I never, so all I had wrong was that that it was eco, the correct answer was ecological uh, and and Irene uh, or Irene Cara. That's all I had wrong. And I was so certain I was right. And it it, it was a shortsy fake. I should have put in more work, like you said. But honestly, even if I put in more work, Greg, I don't think I would have changed that answer. I was so certain that yeah. I heard Irene Lara. Is that Lara. cognitive dissonance or whatever? Yeah. 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 Uh, so Irene Cara, I, I didn't even realize she was in fame. Because you know what else she's famous for? What? She wrote the and, and performed a flash dance. What a feeling. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's And, and that's the only reason I know her name is because on the... Serious station I listen to, you know, the '80s station or whatever. They always say that's that was Irene Cara, you know, See, with the yeah man. I if I had yeah. known that name, I would have got this puzzle. And we would have had double clean, and I'm sorry. I am sorry, Greg. It's all right, buddy. I mean, you know, it's okay. You 
let down the listeners more than you let me down. Now, I, have, um, I do have a couple questions for you about this. So puzzle. do I. And I, I cannot protest them because I got them, them right, so I can't play this under protest. Uh, but I have, I have two particular questions. One, okay, I bet, we have, I bet we have the same. One is 44 across. Yep, don't get it, don't understand. Yeah, you preceder, and the answer is V. And precede to precede means comes before to come right? before, right? Did so they switch the alphabet? U? Yeah, what's V U? I don't know. And if they're do, and if they're spelling the letter, I it's it's I think a it's something that you and I have a big problem with. They did a ton this week was spelling letters. It drives me insane. It's the one thing I wish they would stop. You, the, don't spell letters. Yeah, don't spell letters and don't L- make nonsense noises. Yeah, Arg. yeah, but V. Yeah, could you? Yeah, uh, but oh ho. Uh, yeah. I, I don't understand this, it, and maybe we're missing something here. Yeah, yeah. Tech. Uh, I know the alphabet, Brendan. Yeah, tweet very us. well. U comes before V. Yeah, tweet us an explanation. But even even in like saying like the UV index, y- you know, U V comes. Yeah, after. what's VU? VU. I don't know what it is. So tweet at us um, at One Down Podcast with an explanation of this. I'm not going to look it up. I don't want to look at. Uh, uh, I don't want to look at Rex Parker's explanation. I want you guys to explain it to us. The other one that I kind of get, but I had sort of a problem with, was 88 across, dealers do this. And the answer is lie. Agree. And I don't really know. I know there's a phrase kind of like dealing lies, dealing in lies, like, but I don't. I don't know that. Too. I don't know what. The, I don't yeah. know. If I, oh, just, maybe. I don't. Because I, I don't think they're just saying drug dealers lie because they don't. Most what often. and what are, are they talking about? Card dealers lie a card down. Yeah, and that wouldn't make sense because they they don't they deal the cards, you know, like that. It's, that's weird. I yeah. Uh, it just yeah yeah. It, Tweet us on that one, and hey, you know what, man? I'll admit to you, I didn't get the theme. Um, that's crazy that you solved it without getting the theme. Well, the one thing you don't do, which I kind of respect, you know, in a way, you don't, you never look at the title. Sunday. I did look at the title, oh. so you didn't get. You the, taught me to do that. I just didn't understand. I didn't understand what they're talking about. Well, so for instance, like if you look at, um, because I got it after I. Uh, uh, the tree one is where I got it. And then I went back and I was like, oh, they mean double play combo. It was, everything was double. So they had yeah, yeah. 07 film. Now. That's a double 07. Oh, double 07 film. And I then, thought it came out in 07. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah, that's was the trick. And then day competitor, they mean double day. Double day. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I mean, these were all questions I had for you because I, I did not get the theme. Yeah, yeah. It was um, just add double. It was add double to everything. Oh, okay. Um, nine down gets one over on bogeys. I think that's a clue of the week. <laughs> nine down going to David Kwong, the one down clue of the week. Uh, you're doubling up here. Uh, we're going to take it away from Sid Sivakumar, but 
he remains uh, the possessor puzzle of, of the, the puzzle of the year. So who cares about the clue of the week? But yeah, gets one over on bogeys was very good. I do think that was very good. I'm giving it. I second you clue of the week. Uh, thank you, man. I'm glad we agreed on that. I really thought that was a great, uh, really, really good. Yeah. Um, and I, and again, I, I, I would love to hear what you proceeder and dealers don't do this. I'd love to hear what that is. Uh, 57 down laundry soap since 1908. That's Rinso. And I kept wanting to put Salvo in there, which if you know, I've mentioned several times I worked for Procter and Gamble and they had this laundry detergent project, uh, for a while called Salvo. And it was like a tablet. It was these, it was like a kind of a, a, a tablet that you threw in the washer yeah. and dissolved and wash your clothes. And this guy, Gary Swenson, when I was, uh, he was just one of my favorite people in the world. He was like an old, older guy, successful at the company. He was a district manager, which is a pretty big deal back then. And one of the best salesmen is Texas guy, Gary, Gary Swenson. They, they called him Taz because he was just tornado all the time. He was just, just a bunch of activity, but he had the best stories. And he said he started in the company. They used to have these things called uh, field advertising reps. And they would go out when they would like hang stuff on people's doors like samples yeah so you know i didn't look at 1908 because gary's not that old right but he said when he first started with the company they had this salvo introduction and they they hung salvo samples mm. these laundry detergent yeah, yeah. tablets all uh, they had to go to every house in the neighborhood and hang the salvo <laughs> and he said he he had been doing it all day and he noticed some guy, like a uh, kind of a, 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 a homeless guy, uh, that was walking up the street, foaming at the at the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was eating salvo, man. <laughs> Caroline's eating salvo. <laughs> Oh, that's sad, man. That's not good. I uh, I know it's it's, oh, pretty, yeah, it's made me... oh, that's funny. Um, this is crazy. Along those lines, it's crazy how, how what the world once was. Uh, so my grandfather, who was born in 1916, uh, in Ireland, they used to have sales reps, uh, that would give, that would give kids, little kids, because my grandfather only made it to third grade. He claims he dropped out, and I told him, "When you're in third grade, that's not dropping out. That's your pa- that's on your parents. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's someone yeah. not telling you about fourth grade. But uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, he uh, there was would be sales reps outside of elementary schools giving out two packs of cigarettes, <laughs> little what? Yes, to children. Oh, I mean, God. this is you're talking ninety, you know, World War One era or little past nineteen twenty two or something. But it's right. cra- it's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, also, eleven across Dutch requirements ropes. Uh, that is narrowly uh, a miss for clue of the week. I, thought they, I think that's a great clue. They're talking that, about double Dutch. That I think I would give almost the not clue Co- of the week, but like clever cleverest clue of the like that that one was i don't know what the difference is but that 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 was a real thinker you know like to to yeah, make the leap tough, to man. double dutch and then ne- know you need jump rope 
That was very good. I um, mean, if I wasn't a guy who, you know, does double dutch every day, I probably wouldn't have got it. And one of the best. Uh, if you guys aren't watching Greg's double dutch videos on TikTok, <laughs> then you're an idiot. Because uh, this guy knows all the tricks. Um, yeah. I've seen him. I've seen him triple. I've seen him. I've seen them do a triple loop under one jump. One of Greg's jump, and they're triple looping him. So yeah, yeah, and singing rhymes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Uh, 69 across, liquor levy, for example. That's a sin tax. They call those sin taxes on cigarettes, liquor. I think they should tax the actual sins from the Bible. That is more fun to me. Like, the yeah. Bible doesn't say anything about cigarettes and liquor. Like, I think if you're in a restaurant and your check comes, you go, why, why, why is this... Why is there an extra 20% on it? Well, uh, coveting you, your neighbor's wife. Yeah, you. We, we saw you looking over there at your neighbor's wife. That's 10%. <laughs> then uh, you certainly didn't need that second order of mozzarella sticks. That's gluttony uh, yeah. for sure. Uh, and he goes, I wasn't cutting, coveting my neighbor's wife. And he goes, well, that's pride. You're denying it. That's five. We're we'll putting another 5% on there right now. Hey, Brendan, speaking of mozzarella sticks, did you know that... Uh when they call them uh, Mott's sticks, that's short for uh, mozzarella sticks? Yes. Did you think you were getting uh, an applesauce stick? I did for all <laughs> these years. I, I, and I haven't said anything because I don't want to, you know, you don't send your food back. But I keep, keep hoping to get applesauce sticks and uh, they, don't, they don't show up ever. Um, and uh, for those of you, I've been, I went on the road uh, Quite a lot with Greg. I, he was nice enough to let me open for him for several years, really the formative years of my comedy career. And uh, that claim he just made, uh, we, we've had shared uh, hundreds of meals together, that claim he just made that you don't send your food back uh, is <laughs> the biggest lie he's ever told. Uh, Greg Warren will send food back <laughs> For any reason, that guy has sent more food back than has come out in the first place. That guy orders stuff just to send it back. That's not true, uh, but but you got me, um, Brendan. You want to call it? Yeah, I think that's it. And I want to say uh, we're going to get the double clean one of these days because Greg is uh, is on fire lately. And uh, I've been pretty good. I, I screwed up this week. I've been pretty good. We're going to get that double clean. Uh, do us a favor. If you like one down, um, uh, share it on your social media. Make some posts about it. Uh, and, of course, uh, uh, subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it. Rate it. Uh, review it. We're, we're getting really active on Twitter and some great back and forth with a lot of people uh, that, are, that are cool people in the crossword world. So uh, get involved in that. That's at uh, One Down podcast um other than that uh just thank you guys for listening greg anything uh anything to to pump to promote here no man i uh yeah i uh, just wanted to make a note that brendan is the one that does our, our social media and he's doing an outstanding job uh so on, on Twitter, the Instagram, we're still trying to figure out, but follow us there too. Cause we're going to, we're going to up some content there. I may post some shirtless pics. Hard to say. No, uh, no, oh, we're not doing that. I have a plug. I do have a plug. Uh, okay. I won't, I won't say Greg's age. He's older than me. The man did a seven minute plank this week. Now, if you're anyone out there who does planks, seven minutes 
is incredible. So uh, biggest accomplishment of the week is Greg's seven-minute plank. And that will be the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) One Down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer. Produced and edited by John Baldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One Down, the comedy crossword podcast.